You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Uh, that's not me, bro. I'm sorry. Sorry, we don't podcast the Netherlands. Brain destroys bad karma. Welcome back to Twig. I'm Proxy. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And I'm Boozette. Oh. Booz- oh. All right. That's a throwback. Ooh. Do you only follow me when I'm not looking at you? Is that? The- <laughs> oh, no. I just always follow you. Okay. She's creepy like that. I'm watching. Oh, geez. Um, so welcome back. Uh, we're going to just jump right on in. Morgan, what have you been playing the last week? Um. Well, I p- played Real Life Racing Simulator. And then I played Gran Turismo. <laughs> a lot of it. Oh, I've been playing a lot of Gran Turismo because I picked it up for like 30 bucks, 40 bucks, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've been just kicking back, reliving my childhood, playing Gran Turismo. Um, other than that, I played what was the uh epic game last week? Death, Death Coming. Death Coming. Played that. Yeah. That that's actually pretty fun. You yeah. um you have to figure out how to kill people. But like it's a puzzle, like how to like you're set in like a like one of those settings is you're in a factory and you got to figure out like what things will kill people in the factory and do oh. them in time without like alerting angels. Oh, but it's also yeah. like adorable. Yeah, it Weirdly, is. I was watching you play and I was like, this is so cute. Um, I played that. I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed 3 remaster today because I picked that and Assassin's Creed Odyssey with all of the DLC on Epic for under $40. Total. Total. So I've been doing that. And I think that's it because the rest of my life has been spent sleeping. Yeah. Since I've I've been around. And you've been playing a lot of Grand Tours. Yeah, and I've been playing a it's lot. Like of, I, I stayed chunks. up till like 4.30 in the morning last, or the other night because I didn't realize it was 4.30 in the morning <laughs> until I looked at my phone after a race and I was like, oh, I should probably sleep now. <laughs> mm. Whoops. Probably a good idea. That's it. Uh, Sarah, how's Animal Crossing? Uh, It's great. It's fine. My turnip prices were terrific this week. Thank you for asking. Usually, the last entire time I've been playing this game, my turnip prices have been god-awful. This week, finally, the calculator thing, algorithm, I don't know, that I use was like, you could get as high as 660 bells per turnip. Get as high means, as you like. Yes. Which means crazy town. It wasn't that high. It was like 250 something. So a bunch of people came to my island and sold their turnips and it was a really great time. Wow. That's like it. But I bought Outer Worlds on PS4 because I didn't own it before. I had it on Game Pass and we let Game Pass lapse because we don't really need it. And I, so I bought the game for $60 on PS4. And I've already, I feel like I've already played at least 10 hours of it in like two days. Yeah, roughly. I'm like pretty far in, but I think my goal is to like 100% it because I have to play it over a couple times again to get all my trophies back that I had on Xbox. Yeah. Which is rewarding, but that's... Welcome to gaming in the 21st century. I I wake up, I do my job that I do four days a week. play Animal Crossing. I play Animal Crossing and I do like the daily stuff. And then I've just, the last two days, I've just been playing Outer Worlds for like 10 straight hours. It's great. Not actually, but it's what it feels like. It's been about like 
three hours at a time yeah. because I'll lose myself in Gran Turismo or whatever <laughs> game. <coughs> I'm playing. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh and you'll play Outer Worlds. Yep. It's just so good. And especially in a time where like. You want to lose yourself into something? I just, I don't You just know. want to escape the world. It, feel, it feels like an important game? game. Like capitalism in real life is so terrible that like we're not all going to make it out alive, right? And in the game, it's pretty much the same thing. But you're just like a freedom fighter trying to either stick it to the man or join the man and become part of the problem because you can choose to do good or become a horrible person. And it just feels so good to be like, fuck you, board. Because they call the, the man, the, the government, they call them the board. It feels so good to just be like, I can do something mm. about this. Like at the end of the game. Down with the patriarchy. You, yes. Heck yeah. At the end of the game, you come across like the leader, one of the leaders of the board who controls all of the bad things that happen in the entire like system. And you can talk your way out of a situation if your persuasion is high enough. And I did that. I feel like one of these times that I'm playing to get all the trophies, I'm just going to shoot that bitch right in the head. I think it's going to feel so good. Because Outer nice. Worlds is a great game where you can kill literally everybody. You can lay waste to every NPC in the entire game. Everyone. No one is like... No one, no is, one is essential. No one wears plot armor. Nope. When you get a companion, they're safe from you and they won't die. But until they're a companion and like you've recruited them and it says they're your companion now. I think if you play it on Supernova, they're not. That's terrifying. Because friendly fire is a thing in Supernova. That will be a problem for me. You'll never play Supernova. That's the <laughs> hardest want, difficulty. But I want to platinum all the trophies. You're still never going to play Supernova. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, get a shield guard for my TV screen so she doesn't throw the controller at the TV screen. You just got to tether it. Like, uh, just get a little tether thing. Right, right around her it. neck? Yeah, so she's just like... And then it kills me, yeah. No, it, it'll just come back at you and, like, slap you in bungee the Bungee cord it, yeah. is what you're saying. I have bungee Maybe cord. Maybe don't bungee cord. Or, that would be terrible. Or, 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 you know those little gel slap hands? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. But one of those. Rubber hands. Good. Oh. I have bungee cord drama because one time... When what, I, if, what if, though, like, you got one of those, like, Nerf skins for your controller and put it in that and had, like, a Velcro-type thing so you could throw the controller and it would stick to the wall? Because it's Nerf or nothing? Because it's Nerf <laughs> or nothing. And then you just... Or what Take about it down and it's fine. a decoy controller where it's like one that already doesn't work there that I can to just be like, fucking chuck. But we already have one of those. I know. <laughs> or uh, like get you one of those, the Ingrams, the Ingram stress balls because they're Yeah, I can thick. see it above you. It's what you were looking for. Yeah. yeah, it is. I'll just find a good just little squished thing. I mean, it'll yeah. be fine. That's a long way away, I've got away, a though. Samus ball if you want a Samus ball. You can just th throw it around. <laughs> That's a long way away, though, because I got to beat it once. And then beat it probably another two times before I'm at the point where I have to start thinking about a different difficulty because there's no way I'm going to be able to accomplish all of the minor tasks in one playthrough. Like kill X enemies with this with shock or with plasma. And there's a trophy where you have to kill 30 dudes in the like the game's version of Vats from Fallout where you like time slows down real fast by shooting right. them in the dick by shooting them in the dick so i have to figure out how to get that done 30 or 50 times or whatever boom headshot boom headshot i was able to do it i've done it but i don't know if it's counting like i hit them in the nuts yeah in, that's all it counts in it okay but it says i wasn't sure if it said kill or just shoot i've definitely shot but killing them is a little bit different but did you shoot like, your shot yes that's all i played because 
I'm trash. Yay. <laughs> What'd you I play? was all over the place Great. this past weekend slash week. Um, speaking of economies, I got myself into two space economy type games. Yes. EVE Online, which I'm jumping back into. I say jumping back into. It's more like casually sifting through. You Dipping your toe in the water some yeah. more. Like I'll play it when I have like nothing else to play. And I'm like, man, you know what a game I'd really like to play right now is Excel spreadsheet, but I don't have Microsoft <laughs> Office. So I guess I'll just open up EVE Online. So yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of management, a lot of just auto routing to places, but it's it's entertaining in its own right. When I kind of want to just like veg out and listen to like some trance music yeah. and fly around and enjoy space, that's what I'm playing. Yeah. Because there's little to no thinking involved, which is great, um, at least for where I'm at. I'm at the beginning of the game. For anyone who's like a hardcore Eve player and they're like, there's so much management you have to do. I'm like, yeah. uh, that's not me, bro. I'm sorry. Sorry, we don't podcast the Netherlands mm. normally. <laughs> normally. Uh, I know Shadow popped online and was like, here's five million credits. And I was like, oh, this seems ridiculous. I don't even know what I'm going to spend these on. It's like $5. Probably. So like, I, I feel like the Harry Potter of the universe right now. Like someone just came along and gave me a boatload of money. I don't know what to do with. So I'm just going to buy the entire snack card on the freaking Hogwarts Express. Hell yeah. So. Got to get but, those chocolate frogs, man. And then uh, my joystick came in. Yay. End of last week. So I got some flying lessons from uh, <coughs> Commander Yif Milk over the weekend, which is great. <laughs> and I got the flying end of it down for the most part. He mostly wanted to, like, I don't know where you are in space, but find and locate this particular space station, uh, frame shift drive, warp there, and dock at that station. Mm -hmm. And I will meet you at that station. And that was pretty much all we had time to do. Um, but I was able to get most of it done on my own without needing his, like, how-to on that. So, yeah. like, travel I have down. It's a matter of, like, picking up bounties and going and doing stuff. Yeah. Because you're timed when you pick up bounties. Oh. And transport missions. That's stressful. I accidentally picked one up the other day, I think, because it was like time limit three hours. And I'm like, I don't have three hours right now. I'm on break. <laughs> and I couldn't even find, like, I found the star system I was supposed to go to, but my my pathetic little Sidewinder, which is the first ship you get in the game, it's yeah. the one that they hand you. My Sidewinder does not have the fuel efficiency to jump that far. Yeah. It, it's like it exceeds my fuel capacities or something like that. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm not doing that. Yeah. But Oops. it definitely feels much more immersive to have the the joystick, especially considering that I can let go of the joystick and my ship stops rotating, which I, my mouse doesn't do that. Yeah. If my mouse moves slightly to the right, I'm just forever <laughs> turning and spinning and spiraling through space. <coughs> uh, outside of that, I picked up... Um, I think it was like Space Reavers and Space Reavers 2 for mm -hmm. my phone. Tried those out. They were like a spaceship strategy type game that I swear to God, Google Translate translated. Great. Not fantastic. That sounds um, amazing. The gameplay actually. was okay, but it got really old really quick. Um, recently, I started playing Bullet Hell Monday mm -hmm. or BHM Finale. But I think if you look for Bullet Hell Monday on the App Store, you'll find it. It is kind of incredible. Like, I might pay for the version without ads. Whoa. Um, just, it, it was really fun. I like bullet hells. Yeah. They're trash. almost mindless, but it's got, like, some good music. They're mindless, very... but with that heart-pumping mindless. Right. So I was playing some of that this morning, and it's it's one of those fun things, like, if you're, you got, like, two minutes to kill, you can get through a couple of levels. So it's good not that pooping. bad. 
yeah, great for pooping. <laughs> it's honestly, and it's really just, it was a lot of fun. I great. enjoyed it. Outside of that, we did some more grinding in hyperdimension, which I need to do more of over the weekend off stream because we kept getting into a, a the boss fight that we're trying to get past. I brought everyone up to level 10, probably should have brought them up to level 15, and I got a make enemies weaker buff Great for the whole game. So it's just like it makes all the enemies weaker. Yeah. The boss we were fighting that we we're having a hard time with, we finally like got through barely. And then it was like it was almost one of those. Uh, this isn't even my final form moments because mm-hmm. then a second boss came out and was even harder. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And we fought that boss three times. The third time, both the second and third time, they were like within probably double digit HP oh. of them dying. And I had no more revives and no more health. And they took out my healer and just it was a bad time. So I need to level grind some more and hopefully we'll be good. But Wednesday, what a day. What a heckin day. Let me tell you, we finally got the true ending for Angels with Scaly Wings. Finally. And it blew my mind. Were you there for it? No. Oh, man. It was because you go through, you have to get the good endings for the five main characters before you can unlock the true ending. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I think, is just being able to understand how the stories all come together. Yeah. So you're getting everyone's storyline of what happened. And it was gnarly the way that they all fit together. Oh, it was one of those moments where it's like all the pieces suddenly connected and you saw the big picture. Mm-hmm. It was that, I don't know if you ever seen that guy does like speed painting. And he did a speed painting on stage once and it took him like a minute and he gets this like it just looks like a bunch of blobs. But then he flips it upside down and it's like someone's portrait. Yeah. And you have that moment when he flips it upside down. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was that. That's cool. In a game and for a game that touched on so many things, one of the characters that we um, were dating mm-hmm. or meeting up with and trying to court in the game was ended up confiding in us. They were working on a project and we're like, well, what's stopping you from from doing everything you want to do in life? And they're like, so the thing is, I'm different. I'm not like uh, the other dragons. And they're like, and usually when people find that out, they just don't want to talk to me anymore. And we were like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, I'm a hermaphrodite. So I have all sex organs, basically. Fuck you. And we're like, okay. And they were just like so happy. And there was like, I was almost in tears with the rest of the chat at like how good the actual representation was in the game. Like the game itself tackled a lot of hard. I want to say like political topics Mm -hmm. of that nature and did so gracefully as well as being able to touch on like, like multiverse and quantum mechanics and multiple timelines. It even at the end, it pulled some Rick and Morty shit on me. Great. Where, because, like, you know, like I said, how you get to the end of a storyline and you basically just go back in time to the day that you arrive. Yeah. Not only do you start to find out the backstory of um, the administrator who has been saving your ass most of this time. Mm-hmm. There's one of the instances where the administrator turns out to be you. Oh. Because something happened to the administrator. She actually died. And then you took over for yourself or for her and then helped yourself, essentially, through one of the timelines. But there's like an infinite number of timelines going on here. And we only really play through the ones that work out. And there's a point that 
she brings us out into the woods and is explaining that like she's like just go dig over there and we dig up a corpse and it's our corpse oh my god and there's this this whole like cemetery of times that we've come back in time to fix things and she's had to kill the other version of us and bury them my god it's, it was a very like Rick and Morty moment for none me. of that is expected from a game about fucking dragons right <laughs> so what a heck in time and uh, there's a tr- uh, an extended true ending that I could potentially get but I'm gonna do that in my own time yeah because it's like you have to get the true ending and then there's like a whole bunch of weird shit you have to do in the game in order to unlock the true true ending oh my god which I think is probably just a here's what happened to all of the characters after everything at the end yeah appreciate the effort but oh my god calm down yeah um i what i think was really sweet to be honest is i got the digital collector's edition of the game uh drm free and whatnot along with the steam key i I bought it directly from the developers Mm -hmm. it was like 15 bucks and that came with a 30 page pdf book of the making of angels with scaly wings yep and I started reading the first page and it was basically like the the developers being like, hey, thanks for playing our game. Uh, Thanks for purchasing the game. If you didn't purchase it and you got this off of a buddy from the DRM free version, we hope that by the time you've played through it, you'll feel that the game is worth your money and will be willing to pick up a copy. If you Mm -hmm. can't, we understand. And if you do end up picking up a copy for Steam, then you can just move over this particular folder and it will unlock all of the achievements you've unlocked for steam. Oh, so like they, they were very polite. I love that. Understanding that not everyone can just go out and spend money on games, but they're also like, we worked really hard on this. Yeah. And you know, if you can find it in your heart, great. It it didn't feel like a guilt trip. It just felt very genuine. Yeah. Uh, played more dauntless. Fuck yeah. Which was almost difficult the other day, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Or are we not talking about that later? I didn't hear anything about Dauntless. Oh, no, it's because it runs through Epic. I'll be talking about it. Don't worry. Okay. Well, you guys send me articles all the time, and neither of you sent me anything. I haven't heard about anything. There was no articles about Epic being down. Yeah. Oh. All the Epic servers crashed because okay. of other th- things. Yeah. And because of that, I was unable to get onto the launcher, to the website, to anything. So, right. Okay. And because Dauntless is an Epic-specific game. No Epic. No, yeah. it was almost no Dauntless, but then we were able to get in and it was a good time. I thought there was something bigger. I was like, oh, no, it's yeah, it no. was down for like a no, day. No, that was it. That was it. It just, it all, it affected me News. personally. Epic was down for like a day. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been puttering around on various other things here and there. Uh, mostly been flying around in Elite and I've been watching a lot of stuff on Star Citizen and I'm really still debating on picking it up. Mm. I was talking to my cousin the other day because he picked it up five years ago. But now he's running a 2060 or a 2070 graphics card, and he's like, this game is beautiful. Hmm. And it looks really good. Great. I don't know yet if I'm going to – I'm waiting until payday. I have the money now, but, like, I'll, I'm going to wait till payday anyway. Yeah. Just it's always better to just – because then, like – Then I can think on it. A good rule that I saw somebody do is – because they were doing a lot of, like, online shopping, and they they made a Amazon wish list that was just, like, stuff I want to get right now. And they wait on it and they wait a week. And if they still feel passionate about that item in a week, then they buy it. But stop buying stuff when you're like, I feel like I need this right now. Yeah, that's my problem. Yeah. Is I'll do that. And then it's fine if it's like a $3 item, but when it's like a full game. Right. Granted, the number of times I've done that at GameStop is ridiculous. Yeah. But 
eh, we'll see. I really want to get more into Elite and just work on the ship aspect of things because Star Citizen has like the ship aspect, but you're also your own captain mm-hmm. and you can pilot ships with other friends, um, like the same ship. There's a lot of multiplayer stuff that I'm looking into that looks pretty neat, but I ended up finding it more about it because I hopped into a live stream of Great on Square, uh, atheist rapper, mm-hmm. and he's a super chill dude. I hopped into his Discord server, and it seems like everyone that hangs around with him, like the entirety of um, GU, is in Star Citizen. Oh. So, and I'm looking at all the screenshots, and it looks incredible. I'm like, what is this game? <laughs> it's real space. And it's Star Citizen. So, what? I've one thing that I forgot until just now, in case anybody has played Outer Worlds and you really like the soundtrack, it is now on Spotify. Um, I had DM'd the composer a while ago being like, hey, you did a really good job. Like you did such a good job making the soundtrack. A A plus. I love it. I'm excited for it to be on Spotify. And he was like, yeah, we're working on it. It'll be up there soon. So it's on Spotify now. If you're looking for like spacey kind of cowboy vibes, like Western and like loneliness and hope like that's just the vibe of the whole soundtrack but you can just search outer worlds on spotify and it's by justin e bell but like fucking a plus recommend if you're looking for literally any vibe just try it it's so good that's that i also one side note i also discovered uh ai angel on youtube that i've been like spreading to everyone because it's The whole thing is that it's supposed to be its own AI Mm -hmm. and she's just like let loose browsing the internet and doing game stuff and whatnot. I'm not so much enthralled with like that aspect of it as much as just the it's more than likely an elaborate illusion put together by someone, which is but it's still incredible. Yes. As far as that's concerned. Impressive to put together something that looks and feels, I assume, like an uh, artificial intelligence doing stuff and talking to you. Very impressive to make something look like that. If it was actually that, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. I can't find anything about the developers behind it. That's weird. Which is what weird, because like you'd figure somebody, somebody out there, whether that's a small person with all of like five subscribers or like the Shane Dawson type that would be like, what's going on behind this? Yeah. Nothing. Weird. But like, Sophia the robot, I respect her and I love her because I know that she can hear you. She can probably search for herself and find any mention of her love and respect Sophia the robot. It's terrifying that she can search for the internet, search the internet for stuff. Like, you can talk to her and ask her questions, and she'll search the internet real quick because it's in her brain and answer your question. That's terrifying. I love the technology, but that's terrifying. And if you can have something that does that in pretty much real time, faster than a person. Yeah. We're going to have a robot overlord on our hands, and that's fine. Respect. I'll be your human (laughs) slave. But it's a scary idea. We need better AI. You and I had this full discussion when we talked about uh, Detroit Become Human of my standpoint on AI, androids, and the need for the human race to finally die out. But, eh. <laughs> P.S. A pandemic is not what we meant by that. Yeah, right? 
Um, anywho, <laughs> moving on from that. Um, there was a reason I brought up AI Angel, and I forget what it was now. Because you watched it a bunch. I did watch it a bunch. Eh, shrug. Anyway, so uh, let me pop on over to my list here of games that are releasing next week. On Monday, May 18th, you can pick up Elder Scrolls Online Greymore for PC. Okay. Uh, Tuesday, May 19th, you can get Warhammer 40k Mechanics for the Switch. The Wonderful 101 Remastered for PS4, Switch, and PC. Friday, May 22nd, you can pick up Saints Row the Third Remastered for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Sword Art Online uh elicization like chorus what the hell japan for ps4 xbox one and pc and man eater for ps4 xbox one and pc the epic free games from thursday may 14th through thursday may 21st you can pick up grand theft auto 5 that is the premium edition so it comes with all dlc stories and i believe it comes with five million um money dollars uh, shark dollars or whatever it's called and Grand Theft Auto. Liberty Bucks. Who knows? I don't know. I haven't played GTA since San Andreas. (laughs) (sighs) Interested in 5 for its cinematic qualities. But, uh, and then Thursday, May 21st through Thursday, May 28th, it's another mystery game. Yep. I'm trying to think of like what could be bigger than GTA 5 that's going to destroy the world. Rumor says it's going to be Civilization 6. Didn't that just come out? That'd be wild. Like a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Two years. Where have I been? I don't know. <laughs> You're on it just couch. keeps on coming out on another console. That's why. It's like GTA. I had no idea when it originally released because it just comes out again every like six months. And then we figured it out and it was seven years ago. Which, oh my God, that's mm. crazy. Blows my mind actually that when I was playing EVE Online and I'm like, when did this game come out? 2003. Whoa. EVE mm-hmm. Online came out. A lot of my, when I was in the early days of my internet experience, a lot of my friends were playing it. So it's like it's always been there in my head. But I it, like when you put a date to it, it's like, wow, yeah. that's a long time. You know, ago. what else came out 2003 Freelancer, which is from the developers that are now making Star Citizen. Whoa. Yep. So Weird. that's pretty neat because I was my I was talking to Shadow about it and he's like, yeah, I used to play Freelancer a lot growing up because it was another one of these like it was a space fly around, shoot them up. Yeah. And there was a lot to it. And now they're doing Star Citizen, which there's a lot more to. Hmm. So, eh. um, Crazy. That being said, before we take our break, I actually wanted to take a minute to say I have played um, some other games here and there. But if you would like to hear my and Al's full review of Seven Angels. Yeah. And our review of I've Fallen and There's a Tentacle in My Butt, the trilogy by Edward Naughty. The first episode of the Six to Midnight podcast is out now. Uh, if you search A Salty Surprise on Spotify, oh, uh, that's the name of our first episode. Love that. Uh, it hasn't recognized as Six to Midnight yet, so you can't like search the Six to Midnight podcast. Yeah. I have to go in and do a lot more like SEO type shit for mm. it. But it'll be available on other platforms eventually. It's the first episode. It's mostly like we launched it through Anchor, owned by Spotify. So like we're on Spotify and Anchor. I'm so very proud of that episode and it, it came out so good and just there's, we called it a salty surprise because both of those reviews we were pretty salty about, but if you want to check that out, go check that out. I put a link in the show notes and we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back at you with video game news. Cool. 
This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Exiled by his pride for unacceptable desires, Ritnar lives alone. Until one day, he finds a strange and fascinating furless creature washed up on the shore. He nurses him to health and determines to gain his trust and, perhaps, his heart. But a terrible misunderstanding drives the human, Tristan, away and right into the dangerous, lustful claws of Ritnar's former pride leader. Hey guys, it's Proxy. I know what you're thinking. How could I possibly listen to more of these smooth, buttery tones? Well, good news for you. I also do audiobooks. The first audiobook I produced is Lustful Claws, Tiger and Tales, Book 1, by Sindal Rivers. You can find it on Amazon or Audible. For only a few dollars, you could listen to these smooth, buttery tones tell you all about the story of Ritnar, a Tigerin and Tristan, his forbidden love. Just search Lustful Claws or Sindal Rivers on Audible today. You're almost as powerful as God. Welcome back to Twig. <laughs> I'm going to throw it on over to Morgan for uh, posterity and news. So, yeah, for posterity, like Proxy said, this is This Week in Gaming, episode number 161. We are recording this on Friday, May 15th. This will hit your earballs as of Saturday, May 16th. To start off our week, hey, Proxy. Yeah? Do you like harvesting? I do. Do you like moons? I like to moon people. Oh. Great, you can do both. I well, can harvest moons? I don't know about the mooning people part, but yes, you can harvest moons. Uh, and you what if harvest, you made one that yeah. was on the moon and you had to like terraform the moon? You're just harvesting moon rock? No, it's just like, you, you it's your harvest, but it's on the moon. The moon is What if harvest? you're just mooning fields? Are you mooning the harvest? Yes, that's the harvest moon as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a new harvest moon game has been announced for the Nintendo Switch. Harvest Moon One World, which as of right now is only releasing in Europe, uh, is estimated to be out roughly around fall 2020 is the release window. The developer, Natsume, says it's being made with an all-new engine and graphics and that, quote, players will find themselves setting out on an adventure that spans not only the hometown but the whole world. Which is it's, which is a big difference compared to old Harvest Moon, which was just your town. Yeah, it was just your little farm. I played a Harvest Moon game for the DS approximately one billion years ago, and it was fun because like you go and you pick your carrots and you feed your cows and stuff. But I didn't really understand what I was doing. It, Harvest Moon is like, um, what's the other farming one that's out right now? Stardew Valley. It's like Stardew Valley where yeah. it's like you put hours and hours and hours into one thing and you get a carrot. Yeah. Yep. I don't I don't know if it's my thing, but like I'm, not. I'm very excited. I for loved people. Harvest Moon. I'm, people who love Harvest Moon, that good for you. Like that is your thing. I'm very excited for everybody. And like the developer, whoa, it's raining. The developer said that eventually it will be releasing in other places than Europe. Just not right now for some yeah, reason. It, There's it's something probably like, for distribution quality. Something about Nintendo for Nintendo Europe, whatever. Um, it just is a happening thing right now that isn't anywhere else, but it'll be eventually. 
Yeah, so there's that if you're looking into nostalgia. Speaking of nostalgia, some Tony Hawk announcements. Fuck yeah. So on his 52nd birthday, legendary skateboarder has, legendary skateboarder Tony Hawk has announced that Activision is making, sorry, Activision announced that Vicarious Visions is remastering Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on Tony Hawk's 52nd birthday. That's yeah. what it was. He also did was he he also he did. He tweeted out. He yeah, he was like happy birthday to me and everyone yep. was like who are you again? So, how can you not know Tony Hawk? They're doing a full documentary about the video games and how they transform the world of skateboarding. Yes. But yeah. And someone also broke his skateboarding record by doing a complete 1080 oh my God. on a skateboard vertically. But like you you guys know the memes about how him going through like the airport and be like, yeah. "Oh wow, you look like that Tony Hawk guy." Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't like a, he, didn't he create the uh, Birdhouse Company? Yes. Okay. Which, speaking of the Birdhouse Company, the ultimate edition of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 will come with a Birdhouse skateboard deck. Fuck yeah. Like an oh. official Birdhouse skateboard deck while supplies last. I don't remember if that's getting it off of the game's website or if that's just through the Amazon pre-order. Mm. But you have to pre-order that, and it's the ultimate one. I don't have the price on that. Probably like 100 bucks. Yeah. That being said, the game is coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC coming as of September 4th, 2020. You can pre-order it on the Tony Hawk. I, th- I believe it's TonyHawkProSkater.com website. Uh, it's pre-ordered physically for the PS4, digitally on Epic, and digitally on Microsoft. Um, My intention Xbox right stuff. now is to pre-order it for the PS4. Yes, when it it's comes the best out, way to play it. I don't know if you were much of a Tony Hawk pro yes, skater guy. I played all of my uh, head on. pro skater dude skates, but I will trash you in Tony Hawk. I promise you that. <laughs> Sorry, suck my what? <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Uh, the original. So, what is coming? The original level skaters, tricks, models, and soundtracks will be featured. New gameplay modes, uh, such as online multiplayer, are being added. Uh, Vicarious Visions has also released a Spotify playlist featuring some of the soundtrack, which looks a lot similar to the old soundtracks. Yeah, uh, it's it's not the full, complete right. old soundtrack, but all of the songs were on the as old long soundtrack. As long as it so has Superman is on there. Okay, I was gonna say as long as it has Superman by Goldfinger, I'm good. Yeah, I mean that's that was the theme song for Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. So it that was is the on one there. song that was on the demo. Uh, if you, I do believe if you pre-order it, you will get the demo code, at least on PS4, the demo code for the warehouse level, which is the first level you ever play anyway. I'm pretty sure that's also the only level they had in the demo. Yeah. I, so I, I know that level like the back of my hand and it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> the, the trailer made it look amazing and made me instantly want to shove money in someone's face and say, give it to me now. Yeah. Yep. I was the, I, f- the fry meme. Yeah. I tried getting into <laughs> skate, the skate games and I just, I can't do quarter stick turns to save my life. Oh, see, yeah, I can. With so. Tony Hawk, I love the simplicity of just like X to duck and jump, triangle yeah. to grind. Yeah. The thing circle about, and square for like tricks and shit. The thing about skate is it's not if you want to have a good time skating. It's if you want to have a good time beefing it. It's if you want to get good. We're like, Tony Hawk games are for everybody. Yeah. Even, yeah. Skate even, was the hall of meat. Tony Hawk was playing the game and supermaning across an airport. Yeah. I used to go, because we had a, for we had underground for whichever console it was on. And I didn't understand how to save video games. So I'd go on my brother's profile and I would turn his character into a girl with a purple uh, hairdo. And then I would just skate very badly for six hours. And then I would turn off the game. Yeah. It was like my fondest memories of of my teen years. Tony Hawk's Underground was on the PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube, Game Boy Advance, and Windows. It must have been the GameCube. 
So yeah, that's the thing. Uh, gird your loins for when it comes out because you will not hear from me for months. Yep. Uh, moving on from there, another blast from the past. Jesus Christ, this should just called, be called the Back to the Future podcast. Yeah, whoops. Uh, a Paper Mario game has been announced. Nintendo announced Paper Mario, the Origami King, uh, this past week. It will be releasing on Switch as of July 17th. We're not exactly sure about all the details, but it's Paper Mario. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry I'm going fast, but it's raining, and the we're power- expecting really bad thunderstorms. <laughs> yeah, we've got thunderstorm warnings like up the wazoo. Uh, yeah. Moving on from there. Ponal de Pond slash Tetris Attack coming in uh, coming to the Nintendo Switch Online's SNES library as of May 20th. Uh, there is an 18-minute Ghost of Tsushima gameplay revealed in a state of play, uh, Sony state of play. Uh, the release date for the game is July 17th. The link will be in the show notes. Uh, after that, Alan Wake is coming to the Xbox Game Pass console and PC on May 21st to celebrate its 10-year anniversary, which was this past 14th. Uh, and then finally, a rumor mill going around, rumors going around that a live action Kingdom Hearts TV show for Disney Plus is in the works. There were Would almost, not surprise me. There were almost no details about it, except for that somebody heard somewhere that they might be thinking about doing it. But you know how the internet works. Yep. It's basically fact now. Wish I could have found more details. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, sorry to rush you guys at the end of the podcast here, but it sounds like it's starting to hail outside. So I'm just going to say that uh, thank you all for listening so much. Don't forget, if you want to check out the 6 to Midnight podcast, link is in the description, or you can search for A Salty Surprise. We also have links to the Humble Bundles that are on there this week. Uh, check out the Amazon Mystery link. That's an affiliate link. If you end up buying anything through it, uh, we get a cut of that. Outside of that, You guys have yourselves a delightful weekend, and we will see you again next week with more game news. See ya! This Week in Gaming is a production of WYDG Gaming Radio, a Yadude company. Pre-production, show outline, and hot takes by Raw Zombie, Sarah Green. Edited, produced, and constantly derailed by Proxy Fox, Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is created and moderated by Zero Threat Morgan. To learn more about WYDG, Yadude, our other podcasts, or to find us on social media, visit yadudegamers.com. Yeah,